Good evening, fiends. Are you ready? Let's get spooky. Hello, fiends, and welcome to Let's Get Spooky Show. I'm your host, Vamp, and joining me today are my friends, Seth Green and Claire Grant. That's us. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are Good. you? Ah, oh, hanging in there. It's been a year, you been, know. Yeah. So many years in one. I know. <laughs> I was thinking back to the last time I saw you guys, and we were talking about it before, and mm-hmm. I thought it was last year, but it was actually February of this year. We were at Disneyland. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. That's nice. That do was you like remember, one of the last fun things I did. Do you remember yeah. Disneyland? Yeah, and I do. Friendships and <laughs> hugs. Hugs, we, we I know. We that park. We like really hit the rides. It was so good. That was a really yeah. good Disney it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nathan actually texted me the, it was like, earlier this week and he's like i'm i'm seeing the memories pop up in my phone and it's like really fun but also very sad yeah so we will get there we'll go back disney will be open sometime in the future and we'll have a, a reunion a park reunion um so thank you guys for coming i'm happy everyone's healthy and safe and we're able to see each other yeah. in real life it does feel good um so we're going to hang out, chit chat, talk all things spooky, and then later play a couple rounds of what's in the coffin. Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> you sound very excited. Because I have no idea what this is. It was revealed to me today, but just by the title alone, I'm assured it's going to be great. Yes. And I just told him like three minutes ago. So <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it whether you like it or not. I got some really good things, so it will be very fun. Um <laughs> We're going to jump into all things spooky, but... That's the first time I got nervous was when you laughed. (laughs) That was a very nervous laugh. I I just wanted I I just kept everything in the dark from Seth. I thought it'd be more fun to just It's gonna be great. Yeah. We it's really gonna enjoy be great. scaring each other. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. So before we jump into it, I wanna know from you guys, can you rate your interest in all things spooky on a scale of one to ten? Like one being I'm out of here, five is I like scary movies, and ten is I wanna live in a haunted house and be abducted. Definitely a ten. I'm probably, I'm like a nine and a half because I'm down for it and I love all the stuff, but I also really enjoy the variation. And I find that when you take even slight breaks from things, that it gives you a special appreciation when you get them. Because if the ghost is there every day, that's a little obnoxious. Yeah, you start to not even see it. (laughs) You're like, just leave me alone. I just want to sleep. It's just like he's there. He's like, what's up? I'm here. I'm like, I know. Yeah. You're like, I know you're here every day. You never leave. I put you there (laughs) like uh, in October on purpose. So, okay. So 9.5, 10. Okay. That's that's good. So we're, we're off to a great start. I feel like this is, we're in, we're going in the right direction. Um, I do feel like loving Halloween and horror starts as a child for most people. I would Mm -hmm. say generally starts as a child so do you guys remember your very first halloween memory mm-hmm. um i i have a couple of I have a couple of different ones that were all really formative are you gonna are you gonna explain? share them or do you or want me to tell i can tell it you have two of like, them. yes i have memories <laughs> I, can, yeah, I can tell you i can tell you two quick stories so the first one is uh well, we did not grow up with any money 
and I lived in a neighborhood that was poor, and I went to a school that was K through 12, and I loved Casper the Ghost. I was probably four, maybe five, and I could not afford a Casper costume with the, you know, the vinyl bodysuit and the plastic thing, and my mom assured me that if I wore a bed sheet and we cut holes in it, and then she put a rubber band around my neck to keep the costume on that this would be really effective i had two very embarrassing moments one it sounds like a great plan to me i'm like that would hold it in place sounds you like know some early indoctrination yeah. <laughs> um two two significant memories one was every time i lost my breath climbing the stairs at school um, what, and is it the rubber band tight? Like wasn't it wasn't it? loose. I'll oh. tell you that. And uh, also was when I I found another person wearing the actual store bought Casper costume, strutting like a badass. And I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And they were like, "Yeah, what's up?" And I go, "I'm I'm you. We're we're Casper." And, and he same. just went, "Nah," and walked Aww. away. So. So that was I like one. how you were very young, but that person was very sassy to you. Yeah, very sassy very. to me. And then there was a point where I was 11 years old and I thought I was fucking brilliant. I had gotten a bunch of accessories because I was already acting at that point. I got the knife that compresses when oh, that's you put a good it one. against stuff, yeah. right? So it looks like it's doing a thing. I had what I thought was the most clever idea ever. I dressed in all black and I carried a box of like, what was it, Crispex or whatever? And I spent all night stabbing it and telling people at the door that I was a serial killer. And they- I was like, I don't, oh, I get They it. did not like that at all. Like, it's like, I'm a funny guy. I'm not yeah, killing people. Yeah, was probably like 1979 and people were already like, serial killer, that, this is funny, I guess. Well, because I feel like serial killers at that specific right. time, yeah. right? The that, serial that was killer like a, was being introduced, and yeah. also I was a small child. So the fact that I've got both a knife and I'm like delightedly making and I'm this happy joke, about it. yeah, they did not. I appreciate mean, I that. feel like those weren't your people because it's serial. Like, I agree. Live a little, laugh it, a little. It also made me more committed to the scare. I yeah. think. Yeah, you're like this is too easy. I was you like, guys are afraid. People, it's like you're not even trying. I think I could step this up. <laughs> Uh, my first memory, um, I, I was like obsessed with witches when I was a kid. So I was a witch every year, no matter what there was Classic. like, no, you know, there was a year where we were the sheets with the, with the holes mm -hmm. poked out and we did that, uh, my brother and I, but mostly I was just a witch. And the, the first Halloween I remember is going down my street. And it was like the first time that I got a real scare, you know, where you go up and you knock on the door and you're waiting and there's like fantastic Halloween decorations everywhere, but mostly there's the guy that looks dead sitting in the in rocking the chair. chair. Yep. And he uh, he absolutely woke up, you know, and turned Did he his, have the candy? He did not have the candy. Oh, okay. He had the chainsaw. Oh. He had the chainsaw. And so we- Where <laughs> he, was this? In Memphis, Tennessee. It didn't have a chain around it. Oh, okay. But you know, I was- I mean, seven, <laughs> you know, intense. it was so intense. It w but it, you know, I loved it. I think yeah. it's, I think that's what, uh, that's what did it to me is the getting thrill. that thrill and being yeah. chased. I will never forget being chased down. So he, ch 
he chased, he, chased. he chased me and my brother. Absolutely. Like we got chased down the little uh, walkway after his front door, you know, um, all the way to the street. And as we kept going, we'd heard other kids screaming. Yeah. You know, um, but we didn't know like, what it was. But, but there's candy too. And you're yeah, like, I'm going to go for the candy. But then after we left and we heard the kids screaming who came after us, it was like a very pleasing feeling. Yes. And so I think I just chased that. Um, but the best Halloween memory that I, I will ever have forever. And luckily I have it on film, which is great. Um, but, uh, all, I have seven brothers and sisters. One of them is my age, but the others are 10 to 20 years younger than me. So when I was about 19, my siblings were between the ages of like nine and six. And, uh, they wanted me to, they wanted to throw a Halloween party for all of their little elementary school friends and <laughs> asked if I would turn the house into a haunted house for them. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yes. Yes. Yeah, so this is what I did. We took up three rooms of the house. We had like uh, two bedrooms that had the Jack and Jill bathroom, mm -hmm. you know, in between. Yeah. So we would, <laughs> we would call the kids in <laughs> one at a time and they would go into uh, my little sister's room in the in the black, and we had a. Wait, but you also made them sit outside the room so they could clearly hear. Oh yeah, oh, the there was a waiting room in the living room, so there was a party going on in the living room, and all the kids were I hanging out it. and having the greatest time ever, and they were watching horror movies, <laughs> but like their version of horror movies, it was like right. Disney, right? Scary movies, Hocus or, Pocus, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, and and I was dressed like a like a zombie, like like goth prom something or other and um so we would take them one at a time we'd lead them into the be the bedroom with all the lights turned off in a glow-in-the-dark picture of satan in the corner there's six yeah <laughs> i got in a lot of trouble for this um, <laughs> and so we would tell them to count to a hundred and at some point Somebody dressed in all black that had been standing in the corner in the dark would come up behind them and grab them and rope their hands up and, and put um, a, a pillowcase over their head. And then oh, we would take God. them into the bathroom where they would sit on the toilet and they would be tied to the toilet with the same rope that their hands were tied with. And then we would leave the, you know, the the pillowcase over their head um, until they were secured. And then the guy dressed up black would take it off and go back into the room and wait for the next kid. And in the bathroom, we had bloodied the bathroom. So there was like, you know... <laughs> red rum and handprints on the mirror and just yeah. blood everywhere in the bathtub full of blood and my friend ashley had like we cut her all up to make her look like she had been murdered in the bathtub <laughs> so intense <laughs> it was evil <laughs> and so like she'd be laying there with her hand up and the kids would open their eyes and have the the pillowcase taken off and they'd see the murder scene <laughs> and then ashley would like grab them and um, and then after Ashley got that scare from them, then um, somebody would open the door to my brother's room and we had created a tunnel 
out of plastic bags and I don't even know anymore. Like trash bags. Trash bags. Yeah. yeah. And and we put leaves, wet leaves all inside <laughs> and had a fan going. So they had to crawl through this tunnel. <laughs> were these kids into it or were they like, were they, ter- they were terrified? Some, some of them were. Some of them went twice. That one kid, that one kid seemed to really. Yeah. Get, there was one. He's kid. like, bring it. Yeah. <laughs> and so they'd have to go through this tunnel. They get to the other end of the tunnel and then. There was another person that was uh, on the table that was like a dead body. And then like, you know, the typical kids haunted house thing, you know, we'd have just like dead a, bodies, like murder. A, yeah. Like a bowl of olives for eyes and a bowl of this for like brains. And it, we had like a madman who was like ripping her body parts out. So they, it seemed like that's what, you know, they were, they were touching. And then we had another chainsaw person um, without a chain start trying to cut up the body. And then the kids would run out of the room and, um, we some of the kids loved it the older kids loved it um but the six-year-olds were probably the six-year-olds were terrorized and and the the best thing is my dad had digitized we i totally forgotten i mean i remember that we had done it but i'd forgotten the details but my dad in recent years started digitizing his old homes videos Uh and one of them was the home video of this night and it's it's crazy so there was the camera was your dad the cameraman my dad was the cameraman oh my god i love your family oh my god it's so it's so good the documentation of it is so good. It, it's as if it was planned. Yeah. Like it's actually well directed. You need like, you know, like those home haunts. You need to like submit your footage to one of those home haunts. Yeah. It's the OG McKamey Manor. OG McKamey Manor. Uh, yeah. Claire torturing some children. Some of it's probably prosecutable. Like, oh, it's too much. I don't know no, what the statute of limitations is. Yeah. Some of those okay. parents are going to be like, you did what with my kid? We <laughs> actually did get, I actually did get, in, I, I, got, I did get in trouble. One kid was terrorized. The kid that, so like, so the, this, this, is the, this is the worst thing that I did. And we have all this on tape was my little, my youngest brother and his best friend. I was, they, they were crying. Sam's even the thinking best though, he barely about went in the going room. in and i was like well you oh, they guys, were afraid they were afraid in? and and let me yeah and um <laughs> they they didn't want to go alone and i was like well you they weren't going to go at all and i was like you have to go yeah, like i, I, I made this for all this. you yeah and so they were like okay well if we go together and i was like okay you can go together and so they they went together and i the doors don't actually lock our bedrooms but i stood on the outside of the door while my brother and his poor friend were in there being terrorized by the man in black and putting the head, the pillowcases on their head and take, and they tried to, to leave. Escape. They tried to escape and I just held on to like, the door handle no. and my dad is filming it and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm locking them in there. You can hear my brother like screaming and crying. And I'm just like so happy. But it's so crazy. You know, in the long run, like that's what makes the experience though. Because if they just ran out and then it would have been over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was a little bit of torture. But in the end, I'm sure they were, they look back on it yeah. and probably don't remember the tears and the fear and the absolute terror. Sam, Sam that does. Apparent, oh, does Sam it? does. Yeah. yeah. They all remember it. They say, He's they like, I'll say never that forget. it's like a legend, you know, in their, in their, you know, cause they invited everyone from their, their grades to go. It's right. a lot of kids. Yeah. It's a lot of kids. That one kid I, I love you that even went more. twice was excited <laughs> so about great. it. And he was, remember, because your dad was asking him, he was like, yeah. yeah, I went in that room. I wasn't so scared. I mean, I sat in there. Yeah, that lady was bloody. <laughs> remember? He had, yeah, and I he love that kid. I feel like you as an adult, you guys need to, like, do this again. Yeah. Because I feel like if that was your level 
at, for like the six to nine year olds, I think as adults, you're going to really like, you need to design your own haunted house. <laughs> the fun, the fun thing has been for the last several years, stuff like horror nights or, oh my God, yes. or not scary farm. Yes. Like, or delusion. Yeah. Yeah. Like any of those really immersive, even the escape rooms. We've, yeah. we've loved all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's the next level. Cause I mean, you can do the, the knots and the horror nights and you're walking through the thing and someone jumps out and goes boo. But the next level ones where you're part like delusion, you're part yeah. of the theatrics yeah. is, is super fun. Really you know, fun. That, yeah. yeah. And essentially at a certain point we're like we're bored with this guy jumping out of the box saying boo like we need we need I, more. I that that's why I love Halloween so much and we go real hard like we have a friend who lives in a neighborhood where people come to decorate and he decorates and we get a lot of kids and over the years we've all cultivated our own characters that oh, have I evolved that. over time to the point Scaricters. where like return that's, that's a great one that's good we get repeat customers year after year who sort of remember at least your yeah. body type or just because mm -hmm. we're we're shapeless and <laughs> and we've been doing it so long too that some of the kids that we gave them their first scare as like six-year-olds they're like 16 and they're like i'm not scared of you yeah bring it I on i know you i know that mask yeah What's up? Those are the like, ones. Aw. Those like, are the oh, ones I like to break so the fastest. <laughs> yeah. Then you bring out the weapons and yeah. the no, next level. No, I've got real subtle scares, and even better than like getting a kid scared is getting their parent to break. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a parent me. break. I scared this one guy so bad. He was like taking his four-year-old daughter to get probably her very first whatever. She was loving it. We she was real scared. nice to her. Yeah. He was scared. I scared him so bad that when he turned around and saw me there, he straight up punched me in the chest. <gasps> oh well, my you, God. You scared. So he, we had this thing about like someone would walk away and you'd very quickly close the gap between you so that by the time they turned around, you were inches <laughs> right from there. them. Yeah. And well, she, she did that to that guy <laughs> for about 50 feet. <laughs> And then when he turned around and she was the right there, the he, he instinctively punched her. And oh it's, one of the, it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen her do. She literally didn't move. She just like, took it. She's like, yeah. He hit her and said, stop, you're scaring my daughter. And, and, and the little girl was like laughing. The little girl was like, yeah. She just literally didn't move. You might have like tilted I your did. head I, ever I did so the, like, slightly. He did the creepy head, yes, yeah, so which is even better. Great. He's like, yeah, God that, damn it. That yeah. moment. I mean, I've loved you He's a lot, really but great. that moment really made me love That you. was yeah. true love right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was going to ask the question, Halloween or Christmas, but I feel like. Well. Oh, oh. I don't know. If you had to choose. Well, I guess I'd choose Halloween. I would choose Halloween, but there I definitely have a very um, big love in my heart for Christmas, too. Because it's more of a family holiday. Yeah. You have a big family. I, I get that. It's, yeah. the, it's the festivist season. Halloween feels like it's religious. mine, yeah. you know, but Christmas feels like something I share. share. Yeah, I yeah. get that. It, it's a great, like, Christmas is a real good time to, like, feel all the feels. Wholesome, love. Give mm -hmm. people all the yeah. love, everybody. And just, like, the everybody's in this together in this yeah. moment. Let's, like, elevate the vibe before the new year. Right. And <laughs> so then I Halloween, we're scaring the shit out of everyone, and we're loving it. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So it's just a different playing yeah. field. I get it. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys remember your very first horror flick, and then how old you were? Freddy Krueger. That was the very first one. Were? I was um, maybe 
seven or ooh, ooh. eight. It was I should not have been watching That's it. That's trauma. For it, it actually a, was traumatizing. I was very scared of I was very scared. Everything? Everything. There's yes. nothing you can't be in the dark, you can't go to sleep, you can't do exactly. anything. Exactly. All of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was too into making movies too young to actually get like scared by the content. So I love the mythology. I love the characters as devices for um, entertaining an audience, but I became too unfoolable uh, by the production yeah. and was approaching it from a completely different way. So it takes so that whole thrill out of it for you because you're analyzing it. It didn't take the thrill out of it because I loved it. I loved it as a medium. I loved the getting scared of it, but it never traumatized me in the same way because I was aspirational about yeah. creating it myself. You're like, wow, that's cool how they did that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or how they got the audience to feel that way. So it was, it was all the basics. It was like Halloween, the exorcist, the omen, um, especially when nightmare on Elm street came out, that really did a lot for me. Yeah. Um, but I love exceptional innovations in the medium, like scream or get out. Like when you, when you do something that alters what horror feels like right that we haven't seen before because a lot of horror movies it's just rinse and repeat we're like there's yeah. a killer and this is the yeah, arc of it you get that's the why good i like ones cabin like, in the woods oh, like, cabin yes. in the woods is great but it's so why good. it's why i loved gremlins there's like there's mo it's why i love aliens there's moments where the whole medium gets kind of innovated and you're like oh we could scare each other like this yeah 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 just kind of flipping it around and and i think that's very tough to do these days to find something that you're saying like a movie like get out to do something different than what we're used to seeing. Yeah. Um, because everything is the age of, it's the era of the remake. You know, let's yeah. just remake everything. You know what? That's almost I, I kind of feel like the the thing about Get Out that made it so good is almost the same thing as what made Cabin in the Woods good. Mm -hmm. It's like it took exactly what we're used to and then it flipped it on its head and was yeah. like, you think that it's this, but nope. actually yeah. same trope, same everything, but we're just flipping it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool. And yeah. I find myself too with a lot of movies is... Um, Oh, I saw that coming. I find myself in my head while I'm watching something saying, she, I saw that coming. And with certain movies, when that doesn't happen, I'm like, wow, yeah. they got me. She's That's one of my superpowers. predictive. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, it's almost gotten weird. And every, and <laughs> like, every how time, did you know? Well, every time she says it, I'm like, you write, write, just write. Why aren't you writing more? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, You're a witch. We, She's a witch. She's got we, powers. We really have loved uh, Love, Lovecraft Country. So good. For exactly that reason, because mm -hmm. it's doing things with the format that just haven't been done before. So good. It's really cool. It's um, There's a lot of people that have watched it and they're like, ah, oh, I couldn't really get into it. You have to get through the first episode. It's like minute 45 in the first episode. Mm. If you can get through that, then it just really picks up. But a lot of people are like, I watched it and I just couldn't. It's, but oh, it, it got it's me a right away. It's a slow yeah. build. I loved it. It's I did a, too. It's a disorienting medium because they jump through time but use the same characters and they're exploring so many different opinions about moments it's like if you watch it as a whole and then step back and appreciate what yes. they've done it's yeah. significant yeah we were sucked in we watched the first one and i was like i want to watch all of them right now it yeah. was such a good show but it i did need a week between them because there, yeah. there was a lot yeah there was a lot yeah and yeah. all yeah it's a lot of um that horror element but also the real life element and the real life element is very intense so you have yeah. to be prepared to handle yeah. all of that and, and it's not what i was expecting yeah me neither yeah 
Yeah. They do some crazy stuff. Um, so is there a particular, uh, since you guys love horror movies, is there a particular villain that you would say you identify with? Or that, like, he's a badass, she's a badass, I want to be that person. Ooh, that's... You were talking about your love for Freddy Krueger. I and, know, but, but it's almost more like I like Loki, who's kind of chaotic neutral. Right. Like, right? And it, it, we're not saying, like, because you want to murder people. You know, we're not, like, no, no, crazy. No, no. Just I don't like, even take it that way. Maybe, like, aesthetically or, like, you really love that movie or... I get to do a lot of Freddy Krueger on Robot Chicken, and I always like that interpretation of it. So... And he's definitely been somebody like I've bought that sweater. I own I that so glove. Many. Like yeah. that's that's probably been a. But I don't. I don't. So I don't connect to any of his motives or no, his he's mythology. A creep. He's for like, sure he's a creep. terrible, he terrible. Is. But he looks super cool. He's definitely got the look and the vibe and the claw hand going for him. But yeah, his it's, his motive is pretty fucked up. It's probably, if it's just the aesthetic and the idea, it's probably more Michael Myers because the the silent unexpressive unyielding can't kill him just the the speed that he moves yeah. like and, all that stuff is so good with horror yeah so slowly he's very effective it's, it's very impressive yeah. he shouldn't be the winner no each time. absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not but i mean that gives him more credit you know yeah Although we, we did a sketch one time because I always imagine it just like the him waiting. Oh, they kind of did it with that new short, the mm -hmm. the Michael Myers waiting for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. There's a thing on the internet right now that's very funny. Is it? About yes. like what Michael Myers is doing now that Halloween's been canceled. Oh, I have to. I haven't seen that. It's adorable. It's yeah. very good. Okay. Yeah. I'll watch it after this. Yeah. Uh, do you have a, a horror villain that you would say that you identify with? Um, well, I was just really thinking hard about it while <laughs> Seth was talking because I've never really thought about it be before, but um, I would probably say just the, uh, you know, based on how much I love to just dress in a, similar but different way on Halloween like we were talking about earlier when we do this characters at our friend's house um is the this the scream guy ghost you know face. Oh, like ghost, ghost face, face. Yeah. yeah but like there's just something about being in a black cloak something situation where you can't really make out a body shape it could and be then anything. a mask it could, yeah it could be anything yeah, cuz like as a as a female like there's not a lot you can do to look scary or intimidating but you know you throw a mask on and you alter your your body language and yeah you can be scary yeah so i'm gonna go there go sis that's a good one yeah that's a good, a good one. one they're bringing that back too yeah which is exciting yeah. yeah so do you guys remember and i think you might have touched upon it do you remember your first time being afraid like actual real fear terrified fear i'm yeah. assuming probably as a child I have uh, I have two incidents. One was a <laughs> one was a real life incident, and the other was a TV incident. So I'll tell you the TV incident first because it's because it's silly. Um, I was at my grandparents' house. I was probably three years old. They were watching an episode of like Starsky and Hutch or some <laughs> shit, and I just like came in the room and I was like, "What are you guys watching?" And right at that moment, somebody opened a closet on TV, and these detectives discovered these horribly decayed victims of a crime the crime scene was awful as probably awful as cbs could air yeah in what was that like 77 and uh and it haunted me it haunted me it made me never want to open a closet 
It made There's me really scared about doors. It, it took How old a, are you? I, I had to be like three. It took oh. a minute. It took a minute before I got interested in the concept of anatomy and paleontology and got past all the thing about bones. Um, and then the other time <laughs> is when I don't remember what year Elvis died. Um, but whatever year it was, I had heard that he died on the toilet. And for a good period of time, I was scared to go to the bathroom alone. <laughs> and I don't know why, but something in me thought that Elvis was going to be like, ah, I got you, buddy. And I, I really... He knocks her off the couch. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, but... I got he, past it, obviously. Right, I mean, I would hope so, because your life would be very, probably uncomfortable. If I was haunted by the ghost of Elvis through toilets, yes, yes. that would be... I mean, it's like, uh, I remember seeing as a kid on the news, the it was probably somewhere in Florida, where the snake came up through the yeah. toilet oh, and like same. bit someone yeah. and I was yeah. like, I'm, I, there's always going to be a snake in the yeah. toilet. I was terrified. I would always look. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was never any snakes in the toilet. I never. mean, no, if but I lived maybe in Florida, Elvis. maybe Elvis, a I little bit of an irrational fear. Of, I saw um, Psycho when I was probably too young to see Psycho. Mm -hmm. My mom showed it to me. She thought I'd love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was then afraid. I don't think my mom had to get a clear, shower curtain after that and i had to if the if the if the like cloth shower curtain was in front of the clear shower curtain as a child like all the way through like middle school i had to have someone come in and look behind the shower curtain before you before i took a shower and i had to they had to put the cloth curtain pull it back pull it back so that i wouldn't um be attacked in the shower as a child. I was very scared of being attacked and it felt like a very vulnerable space to be in. We all did it. I watched The Exorcist when I was way too young and yeah. thought I was gonna be possessed like for every day of my life or till now. So uh, I also thought I was gonna be kidnapped by aliens. I was very scared of that. I was also scared to sleep in a room alone until I was like in the seventh grade just cause I was just very scared to be alone in a room. Alone. Well, and you also, you grew up with- sleep a lot of family and siblings and stuff. So yeah. you're probably used to being around people. Well, I was, mm. but I was- Oh, you were older yeah, though. Yeah, I was older. They didn't start being born until I was 10. So those first 10 years, it was just me and one sibling. Oh. Yeah. So you were a little- Yeah. You were alone-ish. Alone-ish. To be scared of things. I, yes. Well, you know, if you take anything, don't what, let your four-year-old or your three-year-old watch a scary movie because you're going to have all this to deal with. Psychological years. damage. But also, I don't know, maybe if you do it with like a conversation and context. Like like the, commentary. The, yeah, because the way I got introduced to a lot of horrific stuff made it not actually scary in real life and instead gave me a, a sense of control, even in the lack of control. Right. I, that makes sense, too. Like yeah. just explain things where they, yeah, they explain the people in the closet. This is a show. Right. The dead people are not real. Yeah. So don't worry about opening closets for the rest of your life. Right. And, but <laughs> it would be some shit if at some point in your life you opened a closet and there were dead people in there. Yeah, decrepit want, bones, but you're, you're good so far. So far. <laughs> so it's safe to say you guys believe in, um, aliens and ghosts i mean i'm i'm taking that as a i a, do a, a granted i think it's inarguable that there's things unexplained, especially with respect to aliens that there's both technology and life forms beyond our comprehension in the universe Absolutely. whatever that's however you're going to label that 
the the infinite the the infiniteness of the universe, the things that we've discovered just in our limited technology and our and our contextual understanding of these things. Yeah. There's something that we don't understand what that's labeled or how it's interpreted. A that's person, a that's thing. beyond yeah. me. Yeah. And I it, always say that it would be pretty arrogant and naive of us to think that it's just us. Like yeah. it's I feel this the same way. Huge. That it's, adjective, it's, like yeah. like us being arrogant to believe that we're the only you know, planet that has the ingredients for life. But yeah. it's also like what shape life. that yeah. takes, whether after all these years of evolution, it would become something human or whether it's something that consumes arsenic. Like there's just, what is our interpretation of right. it? But the thing about ghosts is it's kind of proven that all matter is based on the collection of a frequency of subatomic particles and what, you can perceive at any given time what takes a shape mm-hmm. or has a structure at any time that that's all different based on the vibration of subatomic particles. Right. So to that end, who the fuck knows? Like yeah. if we could see something, we could see the way cats see. Right. Is it in we, our scope of what we can comprehend? It, it's not mine, yeah. but I've also met with communicators who seem to have access to different at least a, a different frequency to get some other kind of otherworldly seeming insight. So then you haven't seen a ghost? I've never seen ghosts. I've seen some unexplainable shit. Well, I've experienced unexplainable things, yeah. but I haven't necessarily seen something. Visually seen I've experienced it. unexplainable What are your stuff. unexplainable things that you have experienced? It's just like when you're, God, what do you even talk about that's, that's rational to talk about? I well, mean, for we me, can, it could be completely irrational because that's what this is about is there's so many people out there that have experiences that they feel like I'm crazy, you know? So yeah. when someone yeah. else has that thing that they can relate to, it makes them feel like, what they saw was real or what they felt was real. I've had stuff as basic as like books turning and moving and windows exploding. Oh my God. That one time that we were in new Orleans visiting my high school friend that I've just (laughs) kept in touch with. He had been living in new Orleans. We happened to be in new Orleans for a wedding. So we went to his apartment, small little one bedroom spot, like in the heart of new Orleans, you know, and we were sitting in there and he was totally unprepared for us to come over mm-hmm. he had no idea that we were like i want to see your place he didn't think that was going to happen so we caught him off guard we're sitting in the living room been there for maybe five minutes and he had an old school television on a stand that had like maybe 40 dvds was there anything that prompted it nothing there were 40 dvds under there we weren't even watching tv we me and talking about me it. and seth were sitting on on the couch he's which was just big enough for two people and he was standing up by the window talking to us and out of nowhere a dvd flies off of the shelf and there's a lot of dvds on the shelf yeah and that like out towards you guys onto the floor towards us towards me and seth and the fucking movie was a seth green movie like what was it what idle hands it was idle hands which (laughs) is his most spooky movie Seriously. Had, had the friend had anything happen in his place before? No, absolutely no. not. No. Not at all. It, we all really took a beat to try and process. 
Like, did you go look? Like, is there? But what would yeah. make something? It has to be there like, was like nothing. Everything. There was nothing behind the bookshelf. There was not. There was no space we, from the we, from the movies to the back of the bookshelf even, to for was, something to get back there. Even, it was even so the, weird. The density of friction between the plastic cases of the other DVDs were they like smashed in yes. there? Yes, it was tightly in there yeah. like they had been for some time like so if, if you peeled them apart it, they went like right and if something pushed that you would assume that more would come out because they're stuck yep. together it, it, there was zero explanation yeah. for it and that was legitimately weird but the thing i was gonna say and i don't even know if you're comfortable about talking about it was those phone calls oh so when i was 10 i lost a sister and then a few months later i lost my stepdad and we had um we had several things happen after they died um, to happen to each of us. Like I started having like as soon, like, so it was my sister. And then six months later it was my stepdad. And it was like the week of Christmas. And I immediately on the night that he died, started getting these, these dreams. Um, and I would wake up, I would, they were like him waking me up to like, transport me somewhere else and I would wake up after the dream at 3:33 every day for three days in a row I didn't tell anybody on the third day I told my mom that I never had him again and we like after after he died in those first several weeks um we would get these these phone calls and the phone calls would be silence and and like you know, it was like in the 80s, so mm -hmm. in, in the time where you didn't have caller ID, but this right. service called Star 69 yeah. Call Return yep. was around. And so whenever um, my stepdad, they, you know, it was it was a complicated relationship, but he would often, when he was alive, he would call my mom if he was, like, gone from the house for periods of time. He would call my mom and just, like, sit in silence on the phone, and my mom would, like, she knew it was him uh -huh. by the way that he was breathing. And so she would talk to him and like talk, you know, and then whenever he'd finally hang up, she'd start 69 it to find out where he was. And then she'd go find him and pick him up. So he died first week of him being dead and the phone just kept ringing and we'd pick up the phone and it'd be silence and it was really weird. And my mom would hang up and star 69 it and it would ring and ring and ring and ring and instead of it being a phone number that would you know where it would tell you what the phone number mm -hmm. was it was a little voice that just said thank you and then it would hang up what yeah it happened for that first week many times and it stopped happening after my mom started talking to the emptiness that picked up you know, that called initially. Uh -huh. So she would actually have a conversation. She would have a conversation as if she were talking to my stepdad. And that's when it stopped happening. Um, there was another time where my mom and I were, um, you know, in her bedroom and we were watching TV and I was um, cross stitching. <laughs> as you do. Yeah. And uh, my brother was away at like, Boy Scouts camp and we were living in this um, like con condominium complex where my brother and I were the only kids in this place. It was all senior people and they hated us because we were the young people that lived <laughs> in the complex. You had life and energy. Yeah. And you played. Um, but my mom and I were watching TV. She had muted the TV and was like, I'm going to 
to for the commercial break. I think we were watching Columbo movie, <laughs> and um, we heard a child's voice come from downstairs, and like just say, "Mama," and I heard it, and immediately jumped up and ran to the window to see if there was anyone outside. There was no one outside. There were no kids out there. There was nothing out there. And my mom was like, did you just hear something? And I said, yeah. And she was like, what did you hear? And I was like, I heard a little kid's voice say, mama. She goes, I heard the same thing. And then we both jumped up and immediately ran into um, like the top of our stairs that looked down to the first floor. We didn't see anything. Like thinking there's maybe a kid in the house. There there wasn't anything. Nobody talked back. We tried to get it to talk back. It was nothing. But um, that first year that that they had died, you know, it was Christmas week. Um, on Christmas morning, I ran downstairs because I was a kid. Yeah, that's what you um, do. And I really believed that I saw my stepdad with an infant at this at the at our breakfast table that morning, just like sitting sitting there, and it scared oh me so much that I ran back upstairs and woke my mom up and I was like, I can't, I can't go down into, I can't go down there. Um, Did you tell her why? Yeah. I told her why that we were very, we were very open about it because we were all experiencing these, these things like these things that felt to us. I mean, I'm sure we wanted to be reached out to. Right. um, But I mean, but the thing that to me kind of um, seals it is for her for your mom to not tell you what she heard, but to have you tell her what you heard. Yeah. You know, so you're not putting any impression to your child or you're younger and not, you're not putting anything into your brain. Mm-hmm. You're just saying what you saw, felt or heard. Yeah. Um, and then did that just kind of go away at a certain point? No, actually we, um, we moved my mom, like both of those losses were way too hard for her. So as soon as we finished out the school year that year, my mom moved us from Memphis to Texas. Mm -hmm. And we had another couple of things happen there that were very unexplainable, (laughs) but, um, she, so, uh, the year that my sister died, my mom's favorite musician who was, uh, Eric Clapton, his child died. And so that song tears in heaven came out right about the time that my mom really needed for something, a song about losing your child to come Mm -hmm. out. And so that was like a very important song for her and, or I guess her whole family. And so, uh, we moved into this new condo and my mom had, uh, met someone else and um we were just trying to move on with our lives and i think that they were engaged her and this guy and he wasn't living with us but he was staying with us he was just like there a lot Mm -hmm. and we were all in our bedrooms were upstairs the layout of the condo that we moved into was identical to the one that we had previously (laughs) lived in so it's like the same house just different absolutely it was very weird yeah um and at 3 33 in the morning swear to god at 3 in the morning the um the alarm clock radio started going off in the downstairs den of uh this condo which would have been the same room that when i came down for christmas i i got scared by whatever i saw in my head and uh the song that was playing was tears in heaven up full blast it woke the whole house up what yeah it wasn't even plugged into it was just running off the batteries which is also kind of weird yeah um but like obviously like who set an alarm for 3 30 and no nobody, nobody set did. that alarm no 
Nobody set that alarm. Someone is trying to make themselves present. Yeah. And you never felt like, I know you were probably afraid because it's a little scary as a kid to see something that you aren't sure if it's there or not. Yeah. But did you ever get the sense of being afraid of it? Like you should be afraid or was it just a little like off-putting? It didn't make me afraid for from him or from her it made me afraid for whatever else was there because if he was there, then he wasn't the only one. Got it. So it just opened up that possibility of like, he could be fine, but there could also be things that are not fine. Yes. Whew. Yeah. I had like chills the whole time you were talking about that (laughs) because I've never seen, I've had crazy things happen, but I've never seen like a, an actual like apparition, like an actual shape. Um, I've seen videos and stuff like that, but never with my own two eyes um, of a being, you know, and that is always a thing. Like I, I live for that. I'm like, I want to see it. I want to have that evidence. I want to be the person to be like, yes, I saw that. Here's my evidence. So you don't feel like you're crazy. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what's tough is you can explain these things to your closest relative, but if they didn't see it, yeah, they don't necessarily, not, not all in all cases, but in most cases, people are like, oh, was you your mind, eyes. yeah, was you your mind playing eyes. tricks yeah. on you? Our, our own Im- imagination is only so vivid for us to even agree on what we witnessed together. Right. So if we both see something even if we saw it at the same time, we're going to have just the slightest. So it's Absolutely. very difficult to explain Absolutely. anything, especially a feeling like that yeah. to someone else. Have you, um, shifting gears from ghosts to aliens, we've touched on aliens a little bit. Have you guys ever seen anything UFO related? Anything in the sky or anything that... <laughs> you giggle. I mean, I've only seen shooting stars I've never really seen anything that did something weird. Although there was that one time when we were in Peru. Do you remember that when we were in Peru, and and all three of us were like, did, or all four of us were like, did did that move? I don't remember that, but I don't doubt it. Um, I mean, nothing convincing. Nothing that we're like you, this absolute evidence. No, no, a lot of documentaries, right. obviously, yeah. and like your own data research. But right. Who can who could say anything about right. that with the internet now? Who um, knows what's real? Yeah, but yeah. you. I have a couple of things. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Everything you're like, yes, I have experienced that. <laughs> I do. Well, there was like, um, so like, <clears throat> I guess there there's two things. Like one, the 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 one, uh, me and my ex boyfriend and a girlfriend. <laughs> is very easily explainable because <laughs> we were in the middle of the woods uh camping and um camping. i like to go camping at non-designated camping spots like i'd like to hike in right or like drive in because then like, people won't be there you have your own space mm-hmm. yeah yeah like i don't like, like real camping, camping. yeah real camping yeah. I'm from the south i like to real camp yeah and so we had gone deep into the redwoods to real camp and <laughs> We took a lot of mushrooms is the is the honest truth here. We took a lot of mushrooms and um, we at one point it had gotten so cold and we were tripping so hard. We were like, let's just go get in the car together, guys. And so we got into our car together. And at one point, um, a fucking solitaire beam of light just like came down onto our car and like we were really tripping hard, so it's entirely possible that wasn't a real beam of light. But you all saw it? We all saw it. 
We all saw it. And, in, and hyper-specific to the shape of the car. And hyper-specific to the shape of the car. Like it almost was extending from the yeah. vehicle. Yeah, and like we were looking for a helicopter or a noise, but it didn't come accompanied with a helicopter or noise. And we weren't near a highway. We weren't like we – it ha- it it wasn't coming into the car. It was on top of the car. Mm-hmm. So we were either tripping so hard in the middle of the night with no one around to not hear the helicopters or there a guy was fucking something checking us out. I'll never know. I don't know. Sometimes we randomly check in with each other and we're like, did that really happen? Yeah, like just checking in to make sure <laughs> Do it you didn't remember make it that? up. Yeah. But okay, again, drugs sometimes make things not absolutely you know that that could discredit the whole thing yeah that's that's why i prefaced it with it was a lot of mushrooms but the fact that all of you guys saw it yes and it wasn't just one person saying do you see that and there was someone like i don't know what you're talking about yeah a little bit more that that makes you question whether like you know we could have all been sharing a psychosis situation or or you were all abducted we might have been tripping way too hard for them to abduct, abduct us. Prob- like, they probably yeah. was like one of those like, Let's like not bring we, them in here. Yeah, we accidentally double dosed. So <laughs> they're contaminated. Put yeah. them back in the car. Let's move on. Yeah. But the yeah. interesting thing about any of those kinds of drugs, if you really believe in the vibration concept of like all things vibrating at a particular frequency, the same way that your your uh I your irises get uh, engorged mm-hmm. by by uh, any You're of this. You're taking in more light, you know? Yeah. Dilation, so the, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So just there is also the argument that some of these influences will give you a visual access to something that you can't perceive You're otherwise. opening yeah. up the, yeah. the, the, the airways. Who the fuck um, knows? Right. And I, I do think that, I mean, you think about when you're more relaxed, when you're not overthinking things, when you're not stressed, you are open to more things. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally see that point. But a lot of mushrooms could do a Don't lot of do different things. Don't do mushrooms, kids. That's the real lesson here. Don't show your three-year-old a horror movie and don't do mushrooms. If you take anything from this episode, we hope that you take those two things. Um, Wait, it sounded like you said take mushrooms in the... Maybe. Maybe I'm trying to open your airways to experience. Um, have you guys uh, ghost hunted before? Or willingly, like, w- gone to a place to... We, well, we stayed... We went and stayed at the Crescent Hotel, which is one of the most supposedly haunted hotels in America. Um, we went for a friend's wedding and got to stay there. So I was very impressed that she picked that spot. Like, <laughs> Did she know fun. it was haunted? Who doesn't know that's a haunted hotel? I mean... People that aren't into it be like, oh, it's just beautiful. Well, she's a cool girl. So okay, she's so she probably, it. she knew about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but we, and we, we, we like sought out, we asked for, you know. The haunted, you know, most the haunted room. Yeah, we befriended yeah. all the people that yes. worked there and we were we like, were like so show us, us all, all the cool shit. Give us the experience. Yes. Yeah. Like, Did anything happen? happen? No. 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 And I think those, those are kind of, you chalk it up to like, you go into it, you really wanting something to happen. And sometimes you'd want it too much. Sometimes you're like, I need something to happen. And yeah. then ghosts aren't, they don't work on command. I feel like that makes them a little pissed off when they're like, you just think I'm going to show up whenever you want me to. It's also yeah. just like energy based. Mm-hmm. So there's gotta yeah, like be maybe conditions. Ghosts are connected or feel, you know, are attracted to certain people for different reasons. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, next question in this one, um, I haven't done. Have you guys played the Ouija board before? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I oh, knew yeah. you were going to yeah. say yes. Um, what was your experience? I'm, I'm fascinated by people's experiences because the exorcist, like I told you ruined, I feel like I'm always going to be possessed. If I do anything wrong, that's my punishment. Mm. So, um, I have not touched one. I have them. There's one right there, but I have yeah. not done it yet. It was all, it was when I was like, it's never worked for me. It's all no. been just like fun and games. Yeah. When I was from, from the time I was like 14 to 19, I was really trying to learn all of that stuff, reading all the philosophy, the literature, mm -hmm. it, all the different kinds of texts, whether it's like, you know, religious iconography. Mm -hmm. I was just like, well, what's out there? Let me read this all. So we did a ton of playing with the Ouija board. I never trusted that it wasn't one of us. Someone in the group. All the messaging yeah. always felt like about us in like a relatable. way that, Yeah, in a yeah. way where you're like, this is not a message from beyond this is all of our intent this combined. This is Bob screwing with us or, you know, or, yeah. or people wanting something, manifesting something themselves rather yeah. than it being and, an outside And force. I believe in that. I believe in people's power to manifest more than anything. Like I've seen people achieve impossible things just through sheer will. Yeah. But not the Ouija, the Ouija board hasn't been that <laughs> it example It hasn't been for the me. tool to help <laughs> yeah. you achieve that. Um, it, it's still a, um, I was talking to Cameron about it earlier and he's like, if they said, let's play it right now, would you do it? And I was like, no, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. And I don't know what in my life it'll take for me to be, for it to be that moment where I'm like, okay, let's do it. You, I, I don't know. There is a movie from the eighties called Witchboard that is all oh, yeah. about like the Ouija board yeah. gone bad. That's really, really funny, especially in retrospect. Well, but I don't think that's going to do it for it's me. It's not going to make you it, watch no. it. It'll I, probably keep you away. I don't know that a um, Ouija board that's just like a Ouija board you could buy at Target would really help you um, connect to a spiritual plane or you know entity. I think that it would it would take it would take you would have to take someone who's like who's like a uh, person is such a strong channeler and you know funneler of energy or connectivity yeah. for that to work. I think that it would take like a real Ouija board that has like some so history, much history and, or energy put yeah. into it that only then would someone who doesn't have that innate ability to just like channel that stuff or make it happen. Right. You know, because we're not all equipped for it's, it, you know. Well, no, I don't. It, it's everything about it. It's like where you the wood be. is sourced from. Yeah. so connected to What's it, the font like, that it's carved in? your heart, in. you know. Well, and I don't even want anything. I'm not even doing it because I want something to happen. It's just the actual idea of taking it out of the box. Like, I, I think I've touched the planchette once before and then I was like no I don't like this and I put it back but just the physical opening the box taking it out putting my hands on it like Why I'm not it? afraid of a lot of things yeah. like there's really nothing that I'm super afraid of I'm terrified of that thing really and it is yeah it is you gotta think about it like monopoly because it's yeah, it's well, mass produced. Maybe if I paint some of it might be a monopoly version but Absolutely. there are, there could be like something out there that you can't control or that would actually be able to for sure if there's door. if there's a piece of wood that's sourced from a tree that's been growing in a particular field where a lot of crazy shit happened yeah and the person that does the carving uses an ancient font and a specific type of symbology and then carves every inch of it with intent blood. with blood 
blood sacrifice the, from yes, the, a, blood, the, yeah. the, yes. the blood always comes later. That's that's a little blood sacrifice is just it's healthy <laughs> yeah. in this whole kind yeah, of world. Yeah, we, we, happen. You know, we joke about this shit, but then somebody publishes this and like proof <laughs> they finally <Yeah>. admit. <laughs> They're into the blood, like. Yeah. God, yeah. Do you remember when irony was funny? I know. Now everyone, every, everything's so literal. Now you're like, do, yeah. remember jokes? I, I remember jokes. like funny jokes? Sure, a story with a humorous climax. I yes, understand. Yes. Yeah. Most people, whew, they've lost it. Um, well, I'm gonna ask. Do you guys want to be abducted? No. And then we're no. I don't no. want to be abducted. You have one that. opportunity to to meet these beings, as long as they would only want to, I would have conversations with them. I don't want to be experimented on in other ways. Um, that seems the general consensus. Yeah. Like we'll hang out and chat. Um, I'm interested culturally, but not scientifically. Not I'm into it. I mean, I'm into it in the close encounters of the third kind kind of way. Okay. I'm not into it in the fire in the sky kind of way. Fair. That's a that's very, a very good explanation. Yes. I feel yeah. like most people would would stand behind that statement. Yeah. yeah. Close Encounters was like this. This means something. Fire in the sky was like, oh fuck. Yeah. How do I? I guess you just, is these are spacesuits like. Totally different thing. I agree. I I might steal that from you in the future because that is the best explanation. Anytime. Um. So. Uh, I'm gonna ask one more question, and then we're gonna move on to what's in the coffin. What is one thing that you would say that you absolutely need to experience or want to experience before you die? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> it's a pretty deep question, but in the scope of like spooky things, I would paranormal, love some, some validation that in the uh, in the in the ghost world, I don't feel like I I feel like. I feel like we will all have validation of not being the only people in the universe mm -hmm. at some point in yeah. our lives. But I feel Whether like that looks like, yeah, like what? validating a supernatural world um, is, uh, you know, because, you know, we've all, it's been, it's been, you know, questioned for all of these centuries would be a much more exciting revelation for me than um, validating the, the, paranormal word what is it extra uh like supernatural like um or extraterrestrial extraterrestrial yeah so ghosts yeah just some sort of ghost evidence that you're like yeah. absolutely matter of fact that's what it is that there's that there is a connection between this life and the afterlife or some infiniteness of consciousness versus validating that there's a actual ghost realm where people are hanging out and still have their same uh form or consciousness yeah, and we're all energy. It's all energy. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't it doesn't disappear. It just goes somewhere else. You yeah. know, um, I, I still want to go to space. I still I still really want to get on the ISS. That's an absolute possibility in our lifetime. It is. Though. Believe me, I've been I've been chasing it for a couple of years. The money always it, it never seems to make sense. But they're getting the the rocketry is being more proven. All these test systems are highly viable now. The seats are going to get cheaper. Mm -hmm. I. I don't know if I'll live long enough to go to the Atlantis resort that's on the moon. Yeah. But that's also the H2O relay that gets us to Mars. But I do want to get on the ISS and see all these scientists from all over the world hanging out together. That would be Not phenomenal. giving a fuck about yeah. what color they are or what language Absolutely. they speak. Just getting some science done in space. Yep. I'm down for that. I would love to look out of a window at one point in my life and see the earth. Yeah. yeah. Like, However that happens, however far I have to go or, you know, 
however far I can get away, I think that would be phenomenal. And again, we, it could happen it's in high, our it's lifetime. It's already happening. I'm chasing those people so hard that they're like, hey, hey, hey stay late, stop calling. They're like, we know you want to go, you're on the list. I get it. You're on the list. <laughs> but sometimes you got to keep nudging. You got to keep nudging so they don't forget. So. I think it's important to stay passionate just so that Absolutely. people don't think you've lost interest. Absolutely. I'll, I'll fight for you if anyone calls me. I'll be like, Seth really wants to go. <laughs> he really, really wants to go. So I'll pass up my seat and you could you could go. Oh, thanks. Um, so with that, we are going to move on to what's in the coffin. You guys ready? Yes. yes. I'm going to go grab it. So uh, I'll tell you when you have to close your eyes. Okay. okay. All right, guys, it is time for What's in the Coffin, where it's mostly tricks, and if you're lucky, maybe a treat oh, or two. Okay. So the rules are, uh, you can't see. I'm going to reveal the item for the camera so they can see what's in there. Oh, no. You guys are going to play together, and I've also provided you with these because things might get a little messy. <gasps> okay. Um, <laughs> and you never know. It's no, better to be enough. prepared. Appreciate so that. you're playing together. Each of you are going to put one hand yeah. into the coffin. Um, fondle those things in there, and then you're going to try to guess what it is. Oh, no. Okay, so don't reveal anything, but just guessing, try and guessing. Yes, what it don't is. take it out. Just put your hand in the hole, and. I guess I deserve this after what I did to those children. <laughs> this is payback. <laughs> I don't want to do it. And uh, tell me. Oh, Ooh. my God. I'm sorry. Tell I'm sorry. me what you think it is. Explain to well, they can see it, but they can see it. So well, they can see it. Yeah, but you can't. It's flat uh, on. Okay. How does it? How does it scales. feel? It felt uh, cold and wet, maybe like ice. Not ice, but oh, it's no. cold and wet. Those are two things that it is. Is this like a heart? Is this some kind of heart thing? Uh, it is not a heart, but it is <laughs> similar in shape to a heart. Mm -hmm. Similar in shape to a yes. heart. Is it a brain? No, no. Yes. Uh, it's not a body part. Oh, it's not a body like part. Like not a human body part. <gasps> so then anyway, is I, it... I don't want to do it. Are you okay. feeling it? Have you even felt it? Yes, it? Oh, okay. several times. Is it a pumpkin? No. Ooh, it's something scratchy. Is this like a squid? <laughs> <laughs> not a squid. Should Pum I be going for a different item? Pumpkin, pumpkin is in line with... Uh, there's actually... Uh, disclosure, there's two different items in there. Oh. Well, there's a couple. <laughs> oh, you guys are scaring me. Is it food? It's food. It's edible. Oh. It feels... It's, it's also obscure, if that helps. Is this like a pineapple? No, no, no. It's close. a star fruit. Clo very, very close. Passion fruit? Uh, very, very even closer. Are you touching the same thing that I'm touching? You feeling There's two different types of things that are edible in there. Oh, is there an olive in here? Is this an <laughs> olive? Um, no, oh, but no. it is also edible. I might have to tell them because I feel like one of them so obscure that I didn't even know the name of it until I read the thing at the grocery is store. It's like a, 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 a pomegranate? Uh, no. Starts with a P, though. Papaya? You were close. And it is uh, similar-ish to, you said another fruit. An Hi. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> Do you tell what this is? It's definitely some cut in half. It's definitely. I feel like they could give up at a certain leaves. point. It's, it's got that. leaves on it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you guys. Well, you guys could take your hands out and. Is there something else we should be trying to? Touch? I feel like Ooh, they might have bloody. So yeah, nicely done. Palm. Oh, are they still on the plate? Oh, probably not. So it is <gasps> a uh, dragon fruit, which oh. I didn't know that dragon fruit 
could be red on the inside and I cut it open. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? Because mm. I thought they were white on the inside, but apparently this is a variation of it. And this is called a rambutan. Mm. It's oh. almost like a lychee fruit. So that's the spiky thing that you felt that uh -huh. I, I believe is in <laughs> somewhere the, the spiky part <laughs> in the coffin. So round two is in there. Okay. You gotta. Well, here we go. Here, <laughs> here we, we go, go again. again. What is it? What does it feel like? I would say. Um, it kind of feels like. What do you think a, it is? This feels like it a feels ceramic like a bowl. phone case. Ah! It felt like a phone case, and then it shocked me. I think. Do it again. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, wait, Seth, did you do it yet? No, no here, Seth, take a, it from my hand. Here, hold it, hold it, and then do it. What am I doing? You're shocking yourself. Where? You have you to. You gotta get in there, babe. You gotta get in there. This is a bowl. I was in the bowl. I'm gonna, here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out. I'm okay. gonna help you out. Where did? Where is it? Oh, okay, put your thumb on my thumb. On. That's my point. Okay, wait, can, right are you doing go. it together? Is that your thumb? Ah! <laughs> 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 is it really is it shocking really good because sometimes it's like <laughs> she loves it i love that you're like yes more <laughs> give me more <laughs> so that is oh, the shot oh, oh yeah if you put your the rest of your fingers if you on flat it. if you flat thumb it <laughs> yeah it's pretty intense um <laughs> you have some passion fruit on you <laughs> fruit on you um so this is also you could buy this on amazon uh, looks like an iPhone. It doesn't really, if you feel it, it feels a mm -hmm. little um, mm -hmm. not like an iPhone, but mm -hmm. it, it delivers a nice little Yeah, it does. Shock. It's like a full finger bolt. Wait, for, uh, full disclosure, I bought those like sticky pads that you control the dial on for like muscle therapy. That's great. I'm going to do it And time. since I was like 15 years old, I've like fucked around with those or put them on people and like jack it up. You know. So that sensation I'm like weirdly used to. Yeah, you're like, this is normal. Uh, Norman was here and I did shocking pens for him and he said the same thing. He's like, didn't he say my friend came over and they had the little pads and I was yeah. like, can I put it here? Can I put it here? So I feel like it's. There was a point where a certain faction of boys and probably Norm was one of them, like while we were all 16, 17, found out those pads existed and just like surprised jackassed each other yeah i don't know once you once you get electrocuted a couple times you're like all right i think i understand what electrocuted feels like you know and it's funny because we did the 17th throw i was telling claire about it um earlier and it is basically like an extreme haunt where there is electrocution involved and we got like legit electrocuted like to the point where i'm like that doesn't seem like it's okay yeah. to do. And Cameron and I were going to test the phone last night and we were both afraid. <laughs> like we were afraid because we, I know that it's not going to deliver the shock of the 17th door, but right. the fact that there was a shock, we were both like, he couldn't do it for minutes. He was like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One last thing. Close your eyes. Okay. Yeah. Claire's like, give me more. <laughs> <laughs> Can we turn up the intensity? <laughs> and Oh my God. As I almost fall round three. Are we doing it? He's preparing his napkin. Oh God. Huh. <laughs> 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 Ooh. Ooh. Oh, what do you feel? Ooh. Ooh. Is this your honey? <laughs> no. Oh. But that's a good guess. Um, it's it's like <laughs> whatever it is, it's messy. There's layers. So is what it caramel? No. Oh, there's something in it. <laughs> I <There> hope is. <laughs> not. Something has grown in there since I prepared it. What what is um, cause it's a multi 
part thing. Is it like a parfait? <laughs> no, it feels a re- jelly. Like a it doesn't cup? actually is feel it... like food. But there's some here. Get, feel that. But what is piece. it on? It's it's on a thing. Oh oh oh! Um, it's on it. It's on a paper situation. <laughs> I think I'd That's, like. Is it a piece of cake? It's a diaper. <laughs> it's on a diaper. This is some fake poop situation oh. on a diaper. Oh, that's what this is. Or it's some fake blood situation on a diaper. Or it's real poop. Or it's real blood. Or it's somebody else. Then here, let me wipe this off on your forehead. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Make sure you anoint it in a correct symbol, or else it's going to ruin everything. <laughs> All of our hard work. <laughs> what have we done? Um, so it is a diaper with. Uh, what do you think? Take one last guess of what you think is on it. Did you put real poop on here? <laughs> I oh. thought you were going to say, did you poop on here? <laughs> <laughs> it's not real poop because that's not sanitary. Yeah. And there's a global yeah. pandemic going around. Yeah. So we're not, we're not going there. Right. How do I extract my hand? Oh, just there? go for it. Oh. Out <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it is. It is. It's, for, it's really chocolate. It's Nutella. Oh. <laughs> because Nutella has that. The so real, I can eat the it? Real, you could eat it. I I scooped it out with a spoon. Didn't touch it. Only your guys' hands touched oh, it. So that? fresh jar. Oh my god, I do love Nutella. It's so good, so good. It's the Target brand, which I actually like better than the regular really? Nutella. Yeah, yeah. That's good to know. I'll try that. Um, so that will do it for this episode <laughs> of Let's Get Spooky Show. I want to thank my guests Seth and Claire for joining me. It was so nice to see you guys. Thanks for you guys us. are fantastic. And for all of you out there, if you'd like to watch or hear more, just head over to letsgetspooky.com. I'm Vamp, and don't forget to stay spooky, my fiends. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you guys are Bye. great. You. It's fun. Did you poop in this? <laughs> <laughs>